Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you ever think you were interesting or funny enough to start a podcast to share your opinions? I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Well, so did these guys. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Welcome to Strictly Nonsense, a podcast talking about anything and everything. What the dog doing? You know, movies, TV shows, trending topics, that kind of nonsense. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! Because fuck them, that's why. I can do this all day. Call an ambulance! Call an ambulance! But not for me! Well, let's get into it with your hosts, Joe and Finn. Yo, people, what is up? Welcome to the first episode of the Strictly Nonsense Podcast. I'm your boy, Joe. I'm your host here, and I got my boy with me, Finn. Yo, Finn, welcome to our first episode. How you feeling? Uh, it's great. Uh, great to be here. Uh, and new podcast. Uh, it's still, it feels the same, but there's a different, still a different feel to it. You know, I'll always be project kayfabe's first first boy you know (laughs) but now i'm strictly nonsense's first boy so i'm uh i'm very very excited for this uh new endeavor i guess to say yeah it should be this should be fun it should be you know we'll change it up a bit we'll have some of the old flair to it so uh as finn was saying if you're new to the podcast welcome this is a new podcast but if you see the feed you'll see some old episodes already on there so a little context for you strictly nonsense is a new podcast uh, but it's technically from an old podcast of mine that i still do so uh project kayfabe if you're one of the listeners there hey thanks for checking this out but project kayfabe is a wrestling podcast but it used to be a pro wrestling and pop culture podcast and i kind of summarized it where one week you'll get a wrestling episode and then the next episode you'll get like uh talking about movies tv shows bullshit and then project kayfabe merged and essentially made this podcast network with the wrestle buzz where the wrestle buzz podcast network we got three different wrestling podcasts on there um so that's pretty cool if you're new to this podcast go check it out if you like pro wrestling we got three different podcasts with a bunch of different guys over there uh but i realize pro wrestling pop culture great combination but if i'm going to be on a wrestling podcast network feed it doesn't make sense for me to be talking about what tom cruise is up to or like i don't know Robert Downey Jr. wanting to come back to Avengers bullshit. I don't know. So it didn't make sense to do all that. So that's why I was like, let's separate the two and create a new one. And that is where Strictly Nonsense was born. You know, it took a while to come up with a name to not sound stupid, but also be somewhat original. And, you know, I will say it's not too original because I did find one other podcast with this name, but they stopped making episodes like two years ago. So fuck them. This is our name now. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to fucking copyright and fucking whatever I have to do to claim this. Get we're it be- we're better. That, yeah. that's, that's obvious because exactly. what are they doing right now? Nothing. Exactly. And they just wanted to talk about basketball and they were going to call uh, it strictly nonsense, a basketball podcast. That's kind of dumb. Uh, that there's got to be you got to have some type of hoop or something in the name. Yeah, they were they were just talking about hoops. If, if you're talking about ball, you got a ball in the name. What what is this? Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know. Well, 
they're not doing it anymore, so we're here. We're going to take over. We're going to monopolize the key terms and everything for SEO. But So, strictly nonsense. What is it? We're talking about pop culture. It's a podcast talking about anything and everything. That was That's that's our little tagline. It was going to be, the name was going to be anything and everything, but that was not original because there are tons of fucking podcasts with that. So, we're talking about anything and everything. So, that's basically, you know, what we want to talk about. Movies. TV shows, sports, news, anything that's just interesting at that moment, we're going to talk about it. And I feel good about that. You know, we're just going to, it's strictly nonsense. It's bullshit. We're just bullshit and shooting the shit here between us two, maybe some others. We got some stuff in the works, you know, figuring out it's going to be some interesting segments. I hope you like it. You hope you stick around, you know, we'll figure out things to make it enjoyable. And, you know, I think I like the name strictly nonsense. There was other names I could have went with, but at the end of the day, we're just bullshitting. We're just talking shit. It's just nonsense. So I think uh, I think it has a nice ring to it. Maybe some merch one day. <laughs> oh, that, definitely again some merch down the road. Maybe yeah. maybe not even down the road. Maybe soon. Maybe we build. Yeah. yeah. All you people listening right now, tell your friends. Get them to tell their friends that you know if you everyone's got a podcast. Everyone like is talking about bullshit like us, but we have our own little flair to it that I think everyone will enjoy. Then just check our other episodes uh, back in the day. You know, it's, it's, it's just fun. You know, that's why I'm, I'm excited to be back. It's been a while since I, uh, since we did this, you know, us too. So yeah, I am just pumped really. Yeah. Uh, as he, as Finn said, and I kind of mentioned, we, you can listen to some old episodes. So as I said before, this is a, recycle feed uh so you can see before strictly nonsense is what i have them labeled and you'll see some of our old episodes if you want to have an idea of what you're getting yourself into but it's still going to be a little different as we continue on with this so i have i think about five or six episodes still on here and they're eventually going to go away but for right now if you want to listen to us review the batman you can check that out if you want to hear our episode of fuck mary kill mcu edition Ooh, we also did our Doctor Strange reactions and uh, like trailer reactions, and uh, I talk shit about licorice pizza. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot we had a, almost a two-hour episode ranking uh, best and worst breakfast cereals. Good episode, but definitely, um, I will hope to not make two-hour episodes in the future. <laughs> uh, what else? We got the ranking of Spider-Man movies. We got a. Uh, spider-man no way home reviews so we got some stuff on there if you're interested and uh eventually they will disappear but there's there for you to sample uh so we are a podcast talking about everything and anything we'll have some random bullshit on here on today's episode we have two cool segments one is a recycled one from our past and then we're going to talk about what we liked in 2002 when it came to tv and movies and what we're excited about for 2023 so with that being said let's continue on with the show florida man suspected of using private plane to draw a giant radar penis florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through the wendy's drive-through window florida man in no seriously i have drugs t-shirt arrested for possession of drugs this is florida man Okay, I hope you like the little music, little intro, whatever I just did there. I hope you liked it. Welcome to Florida Man. 
Florida Man is a segment we used to have on our old podcast, and it's essentially what it is. We're talking about Florida Men. If you know the meme, there's, I mean, if you just watch the news, there's always some random shit going on in Florida. If you're looking on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, there's always some bullshit happening in Florida with a Florida man, Florida woman, Florida person, you yeah. know, to be inclusive. Yeah, just, no, it's, it, I feel like it's huge on Twitter. That's where I, I found about about the stuff. And there's just, there's so many for like each day. That's what we, we were first doing. We were just doing it by days. Now it's like we're doing whatever, but they're all, they're all just ridiculous. Cause that, that state, they embrace it, but they're the most absurd state, I think, in the country. There, there's a, there's a few, but I think they take the cake. No, they really do. I mean, there's always something going on in New York City, and there's always some mm-hmm. fucked up shit on here. But we still, at the end of the day, while we're better than Florida, we can't compete with the craziness, I don't yeah. think. Because just the things that you hear that come out of Florida, and that's why this segment was created, because you know Finn brought it up and we combined together to make this segment. It's just like there's always something going on. And that's what we have here today. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my one Florida man. Maybe sometimes in the future I'll have two, depending on what we got, if we find some really good ones. But I got one Florida man. I think, Finn, you also have one Florida man? Yes, I do. So we got one Florida man each. We're going to read it. We're going to talk about it and just, you know, be in awe of what Florida man is. We're calling it Florida man. It could be, you know, Florida people, Florida person to be inclusive. But uh, it, it sounds better when you say Florida man just because of what it is. So. This I found from the Florida Man subreddit group. <laughs> not, not surprised at all that it's a subreddit. Yeah, I, I just I thought about it one day, and I'm like, oh, this is easily a subreddit group. And I found it, I'm like, oh, this is a big subreddit group. <laughs> so um, this one, it's, it's interesting. This is from uh, news4sanantonio.com. So it's reporting from Texas, but it's about a Florida man. So armless Florida man accused of stabbing tourist. Finn, yeah, I mean, I'll post it on the Instagram. You probably know who this is. This Florida man is actually the same guy who was on that uh, uh, Dave Portnoy uh, video. I was gonna say I'm almost. I've definitely heard about him through that pizza review, and I think he's been in the background of other just just in the news. He's like a like a local celebrity there. It's just like the guy who's armless and he's just dragging shit along with like he's got a string I think attached to his stump or whatever and he's just dragging shit along the way and he's kind of a legend but also not surprisingly it seems like a crazy person because one he's in Florida and two yeah he's from Florida that's literally why I think that's yeah it's, it's in the water which I've been there many times the water there fucking sucks in I mean there's... It, there's something in it and it's not good I mean, this guy doesn't even look like he drinks water. He just looks like he drinks exclusively meth. If there was a way to just drink that shit, he's just doing it because he looks like a fucking big meth head. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> armless, armless Florida man accused of stabbing tourists. This is August 16th, 2022. So, fairly recent. Recent enough. A homeless Florida man with no arms has been arrested for stabbing a tourist with scissors using his feet, police say. 
Jonathan Dow uh, Crenshaw, homeless artist, from, homeless artist, okay, <laughs> from South Beach, Florida, was arrested Tuesday and charged with aggravated battery after he allegedly stabbed Caesar Con- Conrado, a visiting tourist from Chicago, according to NBC6 Miami. According to a witness, Conrado was asking Crenshaw for directions. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. You ask the guy who's probably wheeling some bullshit around his stumps, be like, hey, where, where do we go here? You know the spots. You know where to go. Mm-hmm. Fucking bull. Fucking that. You set yourself up, Conorado. <laughs> uh, so Conorado asked the guy for directions when the man suddenly attacked him, stabbing him in the arm before fleeing, fleeing on foot. And then in quotes, I'm not here and this is not what I came here for. I'm not from here, and this is not what I came here for. I came for vacation, Conrado told told NBC6. I just said, do you know where this is? But as soon as I talk, the only thing he reacted was just, he just cut me. (laughs) After being found near the scene by police, Crenshaw told officers that he was lying down when a man came up to him and punched them in the head. (laughs) Crenshaw said he pulled the pair of scissors from his suitcase with his feet and stabbed the man twice to defend himself, according to officers. Why would I go and attack someone else? No, no, I wouldn't do that, Conrado said. It's like, how the hell did I get stabbed? Like, it's the right, like, it's the right guy at the, at that point, because I can't believe with his legs, someone can do that. Crenshaw is now being held in jail for $7,000 bail. Bail bond. That's, that's, that's fucking incredible. I'll post a little picture on the Instagram story so people know who it is. But this man with no arms stabbed somebody using his feet. They even have a photo of the guy holding scissors with his feet. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, I'm betting this ain't the first time he's done this. Right? <laughs> Especially if you're that... Uh, he, it makes sense that he's skilled with his feet having no arms, but he, he's definitely done this to other people before. I, I, I just have a good feeling. <laughs> especially if there's a picture of him just doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's this... uh, it, it, it's something. I, I'm, a, I'm a little... I don't get why that guy... I guess he didn't realize what he looked like or whatever, but I don't know why he approached him and asked him a question. He could have probably asked any If he was literally the only one within, I don't know, miles, maybe ask him, but I think he could have asked someone else maybe for help. Uh, I don't know, but that's... <laughs> it's insane literally anybody else i mean seeing this man i mean seeing the video of him on the bar stool like why i mean maybe good for conorado for just not judging a book by its cover and be like i'm gonna ask this guy with no arms and definitely looks like a meth addict how is he doing oh he's probably doing meth with his feet he's probably lighting lighting the meth with one foot and holding the spoon with the other whatever the hell you however you do it yeah or the pipe there you go i don't know i don't know how to do meth uh i'm also thinking maybe this guy conrado maybe he was looking for meth and he saw him and was like oh this guy definitely knows where meth is i was gonna <laughs> ask him and then just got st- just got stabbed with the scissor which that like it's, it's fucked up but it's funny that he got stabbed by a scissor like why does the guy have a i guess he if you need to cut something yeah he probably has things that you know he needs scissors for so 
that suitcase probably has a bunch of weapons, or maybe yeah. he has scissors, because, you know, someone checks it, it's like, oh, he just has scissors, but then, like, you know, rather than him having, like, a fucking knife on him, but <laughs> the fact that this guy somehow, like, how do you not, how do you get stabbed by someone with scissors on on the, on their feet? Like, you would think you would have to pay attention, you know, I mean, you have to. He's got to be like, in his, his also, like, he's got to be pretty close to him. Yeah, and also, did you not? He just said, can, um, the guy said, like, Crenshaw said, he went into his suitcase to grab the scissors. You mean to tell me you didn't watch this guy do all this shit with his feet to figure it out? Like, yeah. But, like, not just take, that's, I feel like he was getting maybe a little too close trying to, like, see what the hell is he looking, trying to get in that uh, suitcase or whatever. And... <laughs> That's right. He got a little too close, and boom! That I would have, if I saw something like that, I'd be taking a few steps back. But this guy was—I think he was a little too curious what uh, the harmless man was doing. I think it would have been better if he shot him. Because <laughs> just like imagine how the fuck do you get shot by someone with no arms and just with feet? Like, dude, I, I'm reading the the subreddit right now because, as I said, I found this on r slash Florida man, and it's just very, very much punny and it tons of puns yeah. carefully he's armed and yeah. <laughs> someone goes a leg idly <laughs> i've got to hand it to him that's quite a feat he pulled uh, off there are funny. some legitimate puns you've made there i think you might be pulling my leg uh we got he's got a really cut a real cutting personality he's really got a leg up on the cut you can just keep going on there yeah. just, there's only just fucking just puns on here, but that's uh, that's my fucking Florida man. Oh, someone said he might be on bath salts. I can see that too. Oh yeah, bath salts. That's definitely that's that's. That a sounds huge, like a Florida huge, thing. A huge Florida thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> I saw I like this one. If the guy put this out here, he says, "What are you gonna do? Stab me?" <laughs> 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 and then it says, "Florida man." Yeah, pick paper and find out. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a little rock, paper, scissors pun. And that is my Florida man. What the fuck? Mm. So I'll go with mine. I thought to maybe stay in kind of the season that we were in. I, I was looking up Florida men that were, you know, around the Christmas time, see if there was any festive ones. And what I noticed with Christmas and also New Year's, there was, there was ones that were just too violent where it was kind of funny, but got a little too serious. This one was kind of like a is a classic one. It just like it's the headline just Grinch. Florida man steals Christmas gifts from a Apopka home. I looked it up. Apopka's not that far from Orlando. Uh, and it's really it's not a crazy story. It's just mainly what the uh, I'll I'll send you right now what the Apopka Police Department put on their Facebook. I will send it to you now. It is quite ridiculous that they uh, let's see when you uh, get it there. So they put it. Uh, it happened. Oh, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it, <laughs> so apparently it happened on December 14th, uh, 2022 uh, units responded to uh, a call where multiple gifts were st stolen, Christmas gifts were stolen from a 
residential area. Uh, and the guy was also, this guy was found within two days. So I don't think he was, uh, he was a very good Grinch, but that's what, that's what he was, I guess, branded for the first two days was the Popka Grinch. And so what they put on the Facebook was kind of a first, the, the most ridiculous thing is they put the man's mugshot, uh, Decarius J. Burton, and they put a Santa hat on his mugshot, which was that, that made me, that's what really grabbed me. And then they put a little kind of Christmas story where they said on one quiet day in Emerson park, a person was spotted as he embarked to the back of the house houses where he hid behind fences and crept inside one of the homes and stole all the presents, but he hadn't stopped Christmas. No, not this time because Apopka police were on his crime. The presents were found and placed back with care and Burton lay in jail for his crime to bear. The worst part about this, though, is that not all of that rhymed. So it kind of, they were trying hard, but they kind of failed. Tried hard, but not hard enough. Hard enough. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I guess you can put next to the armless guy this picture of just, it's more of just this is the ridiculousness of a Florida man stealing Christmas presents from a house being a Grinch, and also the ridiculousness of a Florida Police Department just putting this on their Facebook page. And like everyone was, I, I only looked at the comments for like a, just a few, and everyone was just like, glad we got rid of this Grinch and whatever. It was, it was ridiculous to just see. <laughs> I will say, I, I give them props though for they, they picked a very Grinchy. Chris, uh, Santa hat that that yes. feels like it oh, belongs yeah. in the Grinch. I'll give him that. Very much uh, a Grinch Santa. That that I I, I just want to put that like that mugshot with a fucking Santa hat on. I I, was like, <laughs> I can't believe they are you allowed to do such a thing. <laughs> this is, I, I hope this is in like his like, criminal report. I was like, gonna I say hope... is, if this like if there's a trial or something, is this in the legal documents? that lawyers and everything have to go through. It's just that, like, that becomes just his, uh, his mugshot. The, you know, the original one's gone. It's just now him with the Santa hat. <laughs> Photoshopped on. This is fucking amazing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's impressive that this is what they go with. And also, the, the Cavius J. Burton, sick name. <laughs> yeah, no, great, great name, great name. Sick name. This is a great find. This actually kind of reminds me. Um, so I actually found this out through this podcast I listened to, uh, Camp Counselors. It's uh, with this guy, Zachariah. He's big on TikTok, funny guy, and his boyfriend. And they talked about the TSA Instagram. And I don't know if you've ever seen the TSA Instagram, but it is literally filled with just fucking memes of what happens in the TSA. Like, they, like show photos of like the things that goes on and like what people try to do like people trying to smuggle in guns smuggle mm. in animals like i think during thanksgiving someone tried to smuggle in a gun not hard at all they didn't even try hard but in a chicken like in a frozen chicken so <laughs> i i don't know how they thought that was possible but yeah this can you bring a frozen chicken through security <laughs> Like it's it's wild. They get they have to get checked check through TSA, and then like 
they tried to be even fucking funny with the caption, like kind of like similar to what's happening with this uh, this uh, this guy Tacavius. Uh, they go, "This is a personal foul here. Uh, the plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving." I could keep going on, but they fucking just they go like, "Take this for instance." Can you believe it? Like they just keep going on with all these chicken fucking puns, and that makes me think of your Florida man, but. Also, maybe I'd imagine it must have been a Florida person that tried to bring this chicken gun on board. Yeah, but that sounds like that sounds like someone from Florida, or maybe someone from like the Midwest, because they just there's some there's some big people in the Midwest, so I could see them just bringing a big chicken just through TSA, and then of course a gun could be Texas because a gun. You know. Yeah, because a gun. Cause I just gun. saw. I just saw a thing. Apparently, I mean, I gotta double check what it. You can't trust everything you see on the internet nowadays, Elio. But <laughs> um, I uh, saw that apparently. I think that almost half the states now you could just carry a gun without a license. So, uh, Jesus. <laughs> so you know, everyone's uh, off of that note. <laughs> Apoca Police Department TSA. There's some funny shit going on. I mean, props to the police department trying to actually be funny about this job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily it was also, uh, and it was good news that I think almost all the presents of as last updated were recovered. So I'm guessing they didn't specify. I'm guessing it was children that these presents were for, but I think their their Christmas was saved. And yeah, the Grinch. Is behind bars. <laughs> the Apopka Ap- <laughs> Grinch is behind bars. What if this guy was trying to steal these presents for his own kids? Now they don't have their dad and, yeah. and presents. What the fuck? <laughs> it would have been also fucked up if they tried to, like, you know, this guy was being a Grinch. He was stealing shit. But imagine, like, if he did, like, ma- fucking manslaughter and then you got them making, like, a fucking post. Yeah, like this. that's why I. I... I didn't look further. I should see what other shenanigans the uh, Apopka Police Department, if they've done similar things for not just Christmas, maybe other holidays, uh, you know, have like a, a jack-o'-lantern right next to the mugshot for Halloween or something. Maybe put like a witch's hat or something. Like I could see the them trying to be a little, little cool. Props, props to them. Props to them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, this is the last part of the show. I hope you've been enjoying it. Let us know. Just you know, comment, subscribe. I don't know whatever the fuck you're supposed to do, but hey, you let us know what you're thinking. So right now, we're going to talk about 2022. It is 2023 now, so we're going to talk about all the things that we liked. All the things We could talk about things we didn't like, too. But we could talk about the things that we did like in 2022 when it comes to film, television. Talk about what was our personal faves. Um, you know, you could break the rules and talk about, hey, if you saw something that came out in 2001, and you're like, hey, I like that, and I saw it in 2022, <laughs> sure, why not? Go crazy. But we're going to talk about what we liked. Could mention what we don't like. And then we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2023. So uh, I'll start us off. You know, it's a controversial one, maybe. (laughs) A lot of people fucking hated it. But I actually enjoyed it. 
Halloween ends is my. I, I guess I knew once you once you were building to it, what you were gonna say. <laughs> Halloween ends, man. We both saw it together with our boys, and I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a bad movie, but it's so bad it's good. I enjoyed it. I mean, I like Michael Myers, even though this wasn't really a Michael Myers movie. Also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen anything, you don't have to spoil things if you don't want to, Finn. But if I want to do, I will. We can if we want. Just go watch it. Unless it came out like two weeks ago, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, Halloween ends, you could go watch it on Peacock. Uh, I saw We saw it in theaters because I thought it was a better experience to see it in, see it in theaters. Finn and I and two of our other boys, we are AMC A-list members. We are the top of the top. We are the elite. We are the 1%. And we're, we're cinema watchers. We That's are, what we do. We are the shit. Yeah. <laughs> we go where movies are. I was trying, I'm trying to think. What does Nicole say? <laughs> uh, what does our queen say? Uh, <laughs> we make movies make, better. <laughs> we, that AMC, we make movies better. Yes. Exactly. That should be our tagline now. That's our other tagline. We're stealing it. <laughs> we make movies better. <laughs> but Halloween ends. Stupid movie, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. The, the little the Michael Myers Jr. really enjoyed him for being a little weirdo. Even the random moment where this movie became Twilight, I also really enjoyed. I just enjoyed it overall. It was obviously a good experience to watch it with the boys. And me and you were just talking shit and making jokes the entire time. This like kind of reminds me when we saw La Llorona in movies back at when we were back at college. But mm. it's just one of those movies where you could just fun. You don't expect it to be good. You just go there to fucking laugh and have fun. And that's exactly what I got out of it. 10 out of 10 for that. Also, I'm not going to spoil this part, but the, the, the first scene, the intro, how they introduced the movie, one of the best intros best, I've best, ever fucking seen. Best scene in all of cinema in 2022, by far. Amazing. The, I... <laughs> if you've not seen it, your jaw will drop. will hit the floor. You do not expect. You'll expect maybe what's going to happen, but you won't understand you won't believe the final product that's what i'll put it for that it's like oh my god yeah i mean the entire theater was like i i mean <laughs> i i think the entire theater audibly gasped yeah like, i that that's a memorable moment right there mm -hmm. so that is one of my top 22 movies shows whatever that was that's an all-timer for me in 2022 yeah, I mean, to piggyback a little bit off what you said with, I think pretty much every movie that we saw, even if it wasn't that good, we had a blast watching some some of these movies in 2022. That perfect example of Halloween ends, something like Morbius 2, Morbid Mode, that might have not been the great, best movie, but it was a great experience. Uh, but what I'm going to say, which was one of my favorites... Uh, in all of last year and was an amazing experience especially uh, being with you guys was watching Jackass Forever oh was, yeah that was great that it was I like there was a few very funny movies in uh, in 2022 but this took the cake because I mean it's a it's technically a movie but it's it's just it's the Jackass guys 
Like it's what you expect. It's what they've been doing for 20 plus years. And the fact that they added some new blood in it too, the new characters fit in perfectly. The old guys were still the old guys. Steve-O was still Steve-O. Jai Knoxville, same, just has gray hair. Uh, they all, they did some of the hits. They did some new things that the one where I forget exactly who they trapped in that room and just had a bunch of shit going around, just messing with them. That had me dying. Especially, I forget which one just runs like right into like a pot or whatever and just makes the sound that was, it was incredible. That, that was, and from what I've heard, like literally anyone who's seen it in theaters they have not laughed as hard in years i think like part of my take was talking about lights camera barstool they everyone had a blast watching it and it's um i'm i hope they do more even if it's not with the original guys i think this new generation can do it uh well too so i just want more jackass the world needs jackass the world needs jackass. I would love if, I mean, everything's getting a streaming show. Paramount Plus is obviously the place for it. Get a get a jackass show revived again. Paramount Plus, you get Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O and the gang. Like, they don't have to, like, kind of like similar to what they did in this movie. They don't have to do a bulk of it. Mm-hmm. They can just be there and pass the torch and just be like the mentors to the other fuckers. Like, I don't remember the big guy's name, but yeah, I he, forgot. He, he was re- the only one I can remember is poopsie or poopy poopies, poopies. <laughs> oh yeah. Poopies. poopies was, he was like, they made him in a jackass lab. Like that was how like perfect he fit into this, the crew. Yeah, I I agree. They they like that that they just did a good job at adding these extras, these new guys. I mean, even like the celebrity appearances, like you know, you had Eric Andre on there, that which was great. Tyler the Creator was also a part of it. I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah, that was some good shit. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, no, that that too. They always will have celebrities that want to do jackass. They've they got, I'm pretty sure they got Brad Pitt to do Jackass, the first like Jackass movie. Like celebrities just want to be a part of Jackass, and Eric Andre is just a perfect fit. He's like a he he does like Jackass stuff, but like a modern twist or like his what his brain thinks of what he does kind of is Jackass adjacent, so he kind of fits with them as well. And Tyler Creator is ridiculously funny, so. That also made a lot of sense. Hell yeah, dude. I also forget, or forgot, yeah, forgot, I forgot that Machine Gun Kelly is in this is in this damn movie in Jackass. Yeah, but he is in it. I forgot about that, too. And as I was scrolling through the IMDb page for this movie, that's what reminded me about this, but I didn't know his name is Colson Baker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's another negative for greg <laughs> this man's name is colson baker oh uh, once greg hears us he's never listening to or he's never coming on the pod probably both, both. <laughs> so yeah l <laughs> the one l the one l the movie sucks now <laughs> unbelievable 
Um, anywho, uh, another thing I really enjoyed in 2022, I think you would also agree with it, Bullet Train. I mm. really enjoyed Bullet Train. I know it didn't do as great as it could be in the box office, but fuck the box office, even though that's how movies are getting, they're given sequels, but either which way, fuck them. I really enjoyed the Bullet Train. I thought it was a great movie. I mean, the little cameos from random characters like fucking Bad Bunny or like Zay Beats. I mean, the collective crew for this movie was great. Brad Pitt, like, I feel like I haven't seen a Brad Pitt movie since Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he was great in there, and I thought he was great in this, especially be for, you know, like, a role that was kind of like what you would say was, like, made for, like, Ryan Reynolds because of who the director is. Uh, I thought he did a fucking amazing job in just being weird and funny. And, I mean, you got Lemon, you got Tangerine, all the characters in this movie. Phenomenal job. Uh, and don't forget the best cameo of them all, Channing Tatum. Oh, uh, yeah. His, his, it was, was perfect. I really enjoy that. He's like, oh, so are you going to do what was there? Is this <laughs> gay stuff? Or what? Is this sex stuff? Yeah, he's like, I forgot who who was the one that was walking. He's like, ah, I love his walk. And it's just like, I think it was Lemon. I'm pretty sure, or Tangerine, yeah. Tangerine. It was Tangerine. Yeah, he was. It kind of reminded me of his cameo in uh, This Is the End when he was like the gimp to Danny McBride. Yeah, that's, that's what, right. Like, he was kind of playing, and that's why, like, I want Channing Tatum to be in more things because he's. Especially comedies, he he's funny. For someone who's like athletic and like guys good looking, he he also you hate to say it, he, he's re- very funny. Yeah, he has he's great meeting he's, timing. He's got everything. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not fair. He does have yeah. everything, especially like he's great in like twenty one, twenty two Jump Street. Yeah. Love yeah. those fucking movies, and he's phenomenal in it. I think he does a great job. I also like that, you know, this entire time I was trying to figure out who was the lady he was talking to on the phone, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to be Sandra Bullock. Was, I was like, I called that. And I also just thought it was funny because all three of them were in a movie together this year, too. So that that was yeah. just funny. <laughs> yeah, it was The Lost City. I've, I've just been, I, I know it's probably not that good, but it does have, that movie sounds like, because it's got good names in it i kind of want to watch it even though it's probably not going to be good yeah it's one of those where it's like eh, if you got nothing else better to do you could give it a try <laughs> all right uh next i'm gonna go to uh i'll switch to a tv show that i just put you on recently uh i didn't watch it that long i've binged the pretty much the whole series not that while ago because it's really only a season and almost a half Abbott Elementary. It technically, I'm going to count also season one and two because great pick, great pick. I looked into it. Season one, I think they had one episode in 2021, and then the rest was in 2022. I only heard great things about the show, especially seeing like I mainly saw some cl- uh, clips on TikTok that made me laugh. So I was like, I need to watch the show. Eventually, did binge it through Hulu. It's it's possibly the best sitcom running right now i don't know because there's also not that many that i know of or watch and it is the characters in it the comedy is perfect great for this like i feel like this era uh i think it's quinta brunson that does it she's 
phenomenal writing and acting in this. I know she won some, I think, Emmys recently, and she deserved it. Great job. And if you haven't watched it, people, I couldn't suggest it more. It's it's great. It really is. I uh, I know you recommended it to me, and I was always interested just because of two people. Because I know they had, um, I forget his name, his real name, but they got the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Chris. Uh, he yeah, goes by Chris, Gregory. Right? Yeah. So they got Chris. I was, I was like, all right, I'm interested. And then they have Zach Fox. And for those who don't know, Zach Fox is a rapper. I've been listening to him for the last like two years or so. Um, he's uh, supporting. He's a little side character. He's not in there too much, but I just wish he was in there but, a lot more. But he steals every scene that he's in. Exactly. He really does. I mean, it's just, he's so funny. Like he needs to be in more things. Just. He's a, he's a deadbeat rapper, and it's he's also he raps about anti drugs. It it's uh, every th- every time he's on, he makes me laugh with something. <laughs> I really love like the one he does the little rap concert that yeah. does like at, at the school that does kind of put him. Or no, he did it. Is that that's the one that puts him like on the map for for fade? And yeah. I just like I love it where he's like literally talking about drugs and this and like I'm gonna fuck your bitch, but he like says yeah. it in a different way. Like he says it in a PG way that's still like yeah, I'm gonna have sex with your girl, like or whatever the hell. Like that's just like the situation, but it's just so funny that like. He's still saying all the. He's still saying bad things he shouldn't say in front of kids, but a phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. I like you binged it. I think I forgot you because, like I said, you recommended it to me, and then something made me pull the trigger. And I watched season one in about a day, and uh, season two I caught up in like two days. Now I'm all cut up except for the one that just came out yesterday, so I'll watch that. But Abbott Elementary Fire Show, highly recommend. Uh, I'm going to go off of shows too. Um, so another reason why I watched Abbott Elementary now that I thought about it is because I was looking at 2022 as a whole. I'm like, there's a lot of things I haven't watched that I should, or at least give a try because I feel like I have only been really watching movies when I go with you guys. I haven't really made time to watch movies when I'm home because I'm either busy or I'm watching wrestling or I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I'm watching like how I met your mother with Lauren. So like I keep myself preoccupied those ways, but I'm like, I haven't watched enough things for myself. So I started thinking like I need small things that I can maybe watch that are relevant and keep up with. So I'm going to give it to white Lotus. White mm-hmm. Lotus is fucking phenomenal. I've been talking about this for the most like couple weeks now, just because it's most uh, relevant to me that I've, the most recent thing I've seen besides the like, Cabot elementary, really good show. And I didn't know that I was going to like it because I don't remember hearing anyone talk about the first season. You know, I, I feel like it came out last year or yeah, or about like in the pandemic or one of 2020, one of those. And like, I don't remember hearing big things about it, but then I kept hearing everyone talk about this last like season that just came out. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then I looked at like the cover. I'm like, why am I going to be interested in this? And then I kind of had to tell myself, I need to get out of this mindset. Cause I will say the things when I have watched on my own, it's been like your Marvel shows or your DC shows or like those type of superhero nerdy kind of shit where I'm like, I need to get out of this genre for a little bit. Cause like, I do feel a little over it because of how much we're getting like from Marvel and stuff. I like it, but then because of quality feels like it's gone down, it's made me like not care as much. So I was like, all right, let me give something to try. White Lotus, 
was worth the try. It was a uh, finished season one also in a day because it's a short. I think that one is an eight part, eight to nine episodes, and so is season two. It's an anthology series slash murder mystery slash well death because you don't know if someone was murdered. You know it was a death. Uh, mystery show and you know it shows that with it being an anthology there's a different cast in these last two seasons it was originally just ordered for the first season first eight episodes and then they decided because of how popular it was to give a second one really fucking good did not think i would like it but it was really good um first season happens in hawaii second season happens in uh, sicily and I also like in the second season, it's a lot more hornier, <laughs> which oh. is funny, uh, but great reason to watch, I guess. And then uh, it also they, they did a good job at actually hiring like Italian, you know, actors. They didn't just go and like, hey, you want to do an Italian accent? This guy from Australia or guy from England or random American. They got like real Italian actors and actresses that I've like never heard of before. And I thought that was pretty good. So highly recommend uh white lotus because i don't think it's the most groundbreaking thing ever but if like if you're like someone like me who's tired of or needs a little break from like your your marvel shows your dcs your house of dragons that kind of stuff like genre or whatnot i definitely think it's worth to try because you'll be like pleasantly surprised that you might like it yeah I, it was definitely something i i watched i mean i heard all the hype about season two and like I was going to watch it when it was happening and I just ended up, you know, just not. And then I think a week after the finale, I was like, you know what? I'll watch it. But I wanted to watch season one first. You kind of got, you mentioned uh, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite was in it. So I was like, yeah, that just makes me definitely want to watch this. Uh, and I I loved the first se- season mainly because of Armand. He was Armand is so good. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best character in both seasons. Like he's the best so far in White Lotus. Incredible. Uh, and season two was just you couldn't hit it more on the head. Extremely horny, so horny, but also just entertaining. Very. I mean, they picked two beautiful places, Hawaii and right on like the coast of Sicily. They were incredible. Like the views. The fashion, everything was just very nice, and you know. Also, take my hat to the only like really recurring character was Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Tanya. She was incredible in both seasons, especially season two. The finale in season two, she was she stole that entire episode. I feel because of how yeah. she was. And, I don't want I don't want to spoil it for people no, that might listen, but bad. like I I enjoy that, and I and I. I yeah, I do agree. She was like the best part. If they, I didn't think they were gonna have someone return, and they didn't. Pl- they did plan on having someone return, but it wasn't supposed to be her. So then w- we got her and Uncle Rico, technically. Mm, yeah. But I thought it was great. <laughs> she was yeah. great. She was fucking funny. I thought I would hate her, but she was funny as hell. Uh, she's so funny. It's it's Stifler's mom. That's uh, <laughs> I always think about that. But now I'll think about White Lotus too. Oh. Uh, well, she was. She's been so far the series. Yeah, uh, I didn't even. Oh, it's a good thing you didn't tell me earlier when we were talking that you watched it. I'm happy to hear that you did eventually get into it because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not. I would like. I like. I said. I don't think it's one of the most groundbreaking shows ever, but it's good quality television. I think, especially because like the 
inter like you know it's obviously these multiple people coming to these islands or you know these hotels the white lotus hotel and like there's so many different things going on with these different groups that they somehow mm-hmm. also kind of connect sort of or like you know there's three different storylines going on or four or whatever you want to call it but they're all interesting like there is in each season all the multiple storylines are like engaging enough for me to be like, Oh, I, I can't wait to see what's happening now. Or they're going to pull me away from it. I'm like, all right, that's annoying, but wait, this one's also interesting. Yeah. And I think what's also great is what I feel like a lot of shows now do, especially like comedies, which it's like comedy drama, whatever is all the people that are pretty much in this are terrible people. And you don't really want to root for them, but you end up doing cause you just, fall in love with the characters or just get invested in them so much even if they are just i was like none of them are like the worst people but they're all just relatively just shitty people in both seasons and yeah. <laughs> it makes for just compelling entertainment no 100 percent. also random thing um albie remember albie yeah doesn't he kind of look like steven i could easily see that yeah, he yeah. kind of looks like Tom's brother, Steven. I, I can see that, yeah, definitely. I kept seeing Steven when I saw him, so just, just mm-hmm. random little thing. Uh, but yeah, White Lotus. What else you got for us, Finn? Uh, you know, it was a, I had made this list working on it for the past week or so, and this kind of fell through the cracks, but I'm glad I remembered it because as quickly as 2022 did go as all years i feel like go now at this point you just forget what you see beginning or even the middle of the year but something that was very good and it was i think a cultural phenomenon was stranger things season four uh as i've i watched i've watched stranger things before and i've enjoyed it i wouldn't say i'm a huge like fan super fan i think a lot of people overrate it a little bit but this last season was, I think, hands down the best season they did. It was adding new characters, improving on the ones that already did. The one negative I had was that I I feel like we didn't get a... Hopper was easily my favorite character in the first three seasons and didn't get enough of him or I didn't love his storyline, but everything else around it, I... It, it lived up to the like huge popularity that it's grown. And I think the kids that are now pretty much full grown adults now have become, I think just better actors and have just really made these characters their own. And I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I was going to like, I enjoyed the last season, but I didn't really care that much, but now I'm, very excited for the next one. I uh, I've, I've I keep hearing good things about it, and I only have ever seen season one and a couple of episodes of Greg and of season two. I didn't stop it because I didn't like it. I just stopped it. I got busy, but I do want to get back into it. I was thinking Stranger Things was on my when I was recently watching things over the last couple of weeks. I was like should I get back into Stranger Things now? I'm like, no. I also kind of put Stranger Things in that category of like the Marvel, the, you know, the other stuff that I was just describing before. It's like, all right. Franchises. Yeah. Franchises that are like big enough that I'm like, "Eh, I could, I could hold off on it because I'm not 
bored of Stranger Things when I stopped. It was just I got too busy, but I do want to get back into it. So I think if hearing about season four and what is next season's like their last season, right? I I think they're doing. I think is. I think season five it might be two parts, like the for the finale. I think that's what it is. Um, and they're going to be like movie length, right? Well, that's the what episodes apparently, quote unquote. The last was it? Yeah, the last like the last episode of season four was over two hours, and like pretty much all episodes I'm looking right now were like over an hour, and like the last three were over an hour and a half long so like that's i think they've just become especially the amount of money that netflix has put into it because it's their their original series what they're like most known for until another show comes back and they like wednesday they said is the most watched show they've ever had which i feel like it still has to be stranger things i don't know how they work on the metrics or whatever but this is something they put so much money into and it's pretty much just now movie quality because of all the, the how insane the budget is now yeah that makes sense i mean with, it's crazy how with how much netflix has lost this much like this year like they lost so much money even though they continue to still raise prices and then they're gonna cut that password sharing thing or they're gonna make you pay to share a password still ridiculous but they still somehow create hits i mean they're still doing what they gotta do i mean think about it they have you know stranger things they have other big shows like wednesday was the show that is like on my list and i guess i could segue into that now um wednesday was on my list and that did numbers for netflix i think we talked about before everything apparently with netflix is like the biggest show ever for them you know they always keep saying that fucking thing uh but Wednesday is a Netflix show that I put on my list just because that was the first one that I started with the I need to watch things, especially TV shows, because I haven't watched enough this year. And I actually liked Wednesday. I was surprised. I didn't think I would like it that much. Um, still don't understand the appeal that a lot of men have for Jenna Ortega in the sense of that they're obsessed. I think she's a you know cute girl, but at the same time, she looks like a child to me. So I'm going to keep it at that. But people are obsessed with her. But I do understand with the whole demeanor she does keep in the show. Or it's like, I guess I can see why people like that. But she's also playing like a fucking 15-year-old. So there is that. Um, But I thought Wednesday was a show where I was like, oh, I like this. I'd probably like it a lot more. Like if I was in high school, I feel like this is more for high schoolers. Or like Mm -hmm. 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. But good quality show um even like the special effects weren't really bad even though like for example there's a monster in the show and i don't think that's really much of a spoiler but um the monster does look bad but i think it's intentionally meant to look that way because it's also like a like a tim burton kind of thing anyway um so wednesday's on my list kind of recommend it to people and uh, they're probably going to have a season two or probably it's the season three every season is going to be the biggest thing ever you know they're going to say it's probably made more money for them than stranger things somehow like i don't know but wednesday it gets it could get on my list of things i liked yeah i mean to answer your first point about why people are obsessed with her uh people are just detrimentally horny that's the that's fair main problem (laughs) i'm looking at you greg uh, if you're still listening, but 
Nah, he's it, still mad about the machine gun yeah, Kelly thing. <laughs> he's never listening to this pod ever again. But yeah, I've only heard really good things. Even even my dad's recommended me to watch it. I don't know if he finished really? it. Really? Your dad was watching it? Yeah, I guess he might. Because everyone's talking about it, so someone must have mentioned it to him. So yeah, everyone's everyone's talking about it. So I guess I, I got to wa- watch it. Uh, I hear good things. Uh yeah, no, I'll definitely. I don't know when. Probably, I'll probably just wait till season two comes out and then season one. That's fair. It's a good way to do it. There is as many, especially shows. There's so many good shows that I heard of that came out in 2022 that I just didn't see, and I heard just great things about. Uh, but I want to pivot away from shows. Want to go to movies, and I'll just preface it with probably the summer blockbuster the biggest one in years top gun maverick so good that was just just literally just from an experience in the theater a movie hasn't made me feel like that since that's not mcu i feel like with the just energy and the Man of just ridiculous things to see, and the fact that this was all just Tom Cruise being insane and wanting to do actual stunts and making people into pilots like that's already crazy. And it just sounds like, oh, this it sounds crazy, but is it going to be a good movie? It is just an incredible movie, especially after I before watching this rewatch, no, not rewatched, never saw the original, so watched it. Very corny. I think we even brought up in one of the last episodes that we had together of it was just cringy at times, but it just fit the 80s so well. And you had a little bit of that in this one, but in such a good way. And there's no better way to put it than Tom Cruise is just a goddamn movie star. And uh, Miles Teller was incredible in this. Uh, Glenn Powell, he was great. What's it? oh John Hamm was in it for ve- not. I wish he was in it longer because any scene he was in, he was kind of an asshole, and I was digging it. He was incredible as an, the asshole and kind of the thorn and maverick side at times. Hope he's in because the, there's gonna be the next one. I feel like oh and easily this, this brought back movie theater experiences or scratch that. I th- believe. Uh, Morbius might have done that. I think they I don't think... took credit, kind of, for bringing back movie theaters. I yeah, think you know, Top Gun Maverick didn't get a second release in movies. Just saying, <laughs> you're, not, you're not you're not wrong, but yeah, it, and I I don't I hope if people have still not seen it and if it re-releases ever again in movie theaters, that's where you have to see it. This is a movie that you have to see in theaters. Like I want to rewatch it. I think it's on Paramount plus, but it just won't feel it. It'll still be a great movie, but it just won't have that feel like we had when we were in the theater. It was easily it's incredible. Oh yeah. And we saw it in the biggest IMAX either yeah, what, in New York or is it in the I country? Think it's in the country. I think it's, yeah, I think it's pretty, I'm almost positive. It's, biggest in the country it's made for new like for 
IMAX. Like, that was incredible. Yeah, like, you bring up the great point about it. It's made for the movies. Like, I think this is one of those movies, because they do randomly, like, bring things back to theaters for a limited time. It's one of those that you should watch, because it's just so fucking good. And that's, that's it's just meant for it. But I'm also surprised, too, because I don't think anyone thought this movie was going to be good. Because think about it. It's like one of those movies where they give you something that is like 20 years too late. They're always Hollywood loves to make a sequel for something that doesn't need a sequel. But they actually did something that was like it didn't need to happen. But I'm glad it happened because that was fucking good. Yeah. And it's it's all because of the the madman that is Tom Cruise. That's that's why he this thing was like all during COVID. He was. He needed. That's why I think this also was how well it was, is because of the passion he had to make this true to the craft of uh, just fighter jets. Like that's what it's just. I, it, I couldn't. Some of the scenes just like it made you feel like you were in it, in the fight, in the jets with these people, and just it took your breath away sometimes how intense it could be. It really did. I mean, I don't remember the last movie that had me actually like at the edge of my seat, but this one did, Mm. especially towards the end of it. I was Mm. like, holy shit. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) So that that was a really good movie. I I never, I haven't felt that way in a while for towards a movie, especially something that I didn't expect to feel because I didn't expect to feel much. I expected to be like, ah, what a movie. It was a movie, you know, but it got a lot yeah. of hype. So, yep. And the last part was phenomenal scene with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer reuniting. That was, oh, yeah, that was, that, that was almost amazing. made me cry. How great that just, I'm, I'm glad he was, uh, got to be a part of it in a way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it too. I didn't like know what was going on with Val Kimmer mm-hmm. before it. And then after looking into it, I was like, wow, that's, that's sad, but I'm glad he got that moment. And I'm glad he was a part of it. And I mm-hmm. hope he got a nice paycheck too. Ah, oh, had to, <laughs> um, you bring up a point of, uh, almost crying, uh, at that scene. So I'm going to talk about a movie that made me shed a tear. And I had, I can't say that about a lot of things. I don't really cry. I know it's the, you know, the macho man thing. You know, I don't cry. Yeah. Guy. But like, I just don't cry. That's just my thing. It's, it takes a lot to get me to do that. And I shed a tear for this movie and it was the whale. I, you know, it's, it's a 2022 movie, but I saw it in 2023, first movie that I've seen of the year, and I saw it on Monday? Yeah, no, Sunday. I saw it on Sunday with Lauren at the Alamo Theater. Amazing theater, by the way. I wish they had more in New York City. Um, I love that experience, but my lord, what a sad movie. It, it was uncomfortable to watch. Um, my, uh, favorite YouTube, like, reviewer for movies, like, I always go to check to see if Jeremy, what was it, Jeremy Johns? Is his, is yeah, his name? I'm pretty sure that's his name. Yeah, like, I, he's, he's, no, he's been in the business for YouTube doing movie reviews for years, but I always go to check him out when a movie is, uh, you know, out and, you know, want to see his review, um, Jeremy Johns. And he was like, you're either on the side of you love this movie because of the performance of Brendan Fraser, which is where I'm at, or you're on the other camp where it's like, 
you did not like this movie because it made you very uncomfortable. And that's the camp Lauren was at because it is a hard movie to watch. Like I recommend it, but I, I recommend expectations to be prepared to not feel well because like I also went in not knowing anything about this movie. I didn't watch any of the trailers. I just saw the poster of, you know, Brendan Fraser being fat. And I was like, okay. And I, the only other thing I knew was that he got that standing ovation after it was, uh, you know, after they showed it. Um, but I didn't know anything else. Didn't watch the trailer. I didn't choose to. It just happened that way. Um, and I told Lauren, and I guess she took it in her own way. I said, oh, it's like one of those, like, it's made by A24. And we, all, we both love that, uh, that company. Uh, and then I was like, oh, you know, the same people that made Licorice Pizza. And because of that, she thought this movie was going to be like witty or a comedy. So she confused herself. And she literally like the attendant that we had to talk to after the movie was over. was like, oh, what do you think of the movie? He's like, oh, I didn't like it. I thought it was going to be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some very small, rare comedic moments of it because of Brendan Fraser who is why people need to see this movie. This is one of his, this is his best performance and one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, that was, it was crazy. Um, I don't know how much you know about the movie, Finn, but I'll let people know who are listening just a general idea of what this movie is about without spoiling it. It is about a 600 pound man who apparently 600 pound, um, who is, basically on his deathbed he's dying um does not want to get any help but he is dying and he's trying to rekindle uh the, his relationship with his daughter his daughter is like a senior in high school now he left his his daughter and his wife when they were eight for a man and he's dying and he's trying to fix that relationship and trying to do something about it and sheesh, it is it is a hard watch, but a very very good performance by Brendan Fraser, which is, that is alone why people should watch it. Yeah, uh, I heard uh, really from uh, Ken Jack of uh, LCB. He I think said he cried I think three times during the movie. Like the, it's a very heavy movie. That's what I've heard, and it sounds like, and I think you tend to agree. I think Brendan Fraser, like as a lock for best actor for uh, the Academy Awards, which is just is great to hear, as he just hasn't been in the spotlight in so long, and he, I think, deserves this. So I'm, I'm glad for him, and I, I do wanna, I don't know when it'll become available, but I will more than likely watch this movie. Oh, 100%. I would, like, say, like, yeah, Finn, let's watch it together since we got A-List. I'd gotta be down, but at the same time, I don't know if I want to put myself through that emotion again, because, man, no, I, like... I get it, I get it. It's, like, kind of how, like, I feel about Wakanda Forever, which um, I could bring up, and I'm not gonna go into it too much, but it's, like, one of those movies where it's, like, I really liked it, but because of the emotions it brings out of you, I don't know how quickly I'll go for a rewatch because I like to rewatch movies, but like just like Wakanda Forever, The Whale is one where it's like that is too heavy for me in times. Like uh, maybe maybe one day, but not one day soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I agree with you with Wakanda Forever. I I did enjoy that a lot, but I I don't know when's that when I'm gonna rewatch it because the especially the ending and everything and all the stuff about Chadwick Boseman was very very emotional 
Uh, but you mentioned rewatch, so that word just made me think of it was my favorite movie, I think, top movie of the year. It's the movie I've rewatched the most three times total I've seen it uh, last year. Probably watch it soon again. The Batman. There, This movie lived up to all the hype. The, I think we, the first trailer, I think we covered that in the first ever episode. I think of so. Project Kayfabe. Yeah. And I think we, like, I think everyone was like, holy shit, this trailer looked, this movie looks insane. And it lived up to the hype and exceeded it. I, when you first heard Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, I did not think it was going to be this good. I, I didn't have like doubts. I wasn't like people when they heard Heath Ledger was Joker, like they thought that was insane. Or when people thought Mike, Michael Keaton was going to be a terrible Batman. I just didn't know what to expect with him because I didn't see much of uh, Robert Pattinson's work. And he absolutely killed it. Was great as Bruce Wayne, but was perfect as a young, intimidating, kind of naive, early Batman. And I just, I can't wait for just more and more from this universe because of not just him, but the characters that are around him. Colin Farrell's Penguin was incredible. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler was a perfect, perfect casting. He was perfect as a creep, kind of incel, just troll on the internet. I, I think that was perfect to make that the Riddler of like, for this generation. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, great as Gordon, uh, and who else? And Zoe Kravitz, absolutely killed it as Catwoman. Like that's what there was. Everyone that you can think of, big like big name or that was a key character in this movie, absolutely killed it. Love this movie, by far the best of the year for me. No, I agree. I mean, we both did. I have I seen it three times already. I think I have. I, just, I know I, I saw, saw it two in, times, twice in theaters, and I saw it on HBO when it came out on HBO Max again. I had yeah, I know I saw it once with Shane, once with you and Elio, and that was an experience. Yeah. Oh, and, <laughs> that made it even better. Yeah, what an experience. I know this man loves Zoe Kravitz's performance. Uh, yes, yes, he did. <laughs> but yeah, the Batman would be on my list as well. I, I just fucking enjoyed it. That was great. I really, I do also hope that they don't, like, well, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about James Gunn, especially because he let go of Henry Cavill. And how do you fumble that bag? But uh, if the idea is to bring robert patterson's batman into the universe of dceu i'm kind of scared because i kind of like it being its own thing that's i think that's what it's gonna be um i feel like matt reeves is gonna have his own universe that's what i hope and that's why i just tend to feel that it's gonna be i don't think it's it's gonna be its own thing hopefully that's hopefully yeah because and i think i think james gunn he he's smart enough to know what to like let that's what this is he should just be like all right matt reeves just do your thing he can act like he can have his own batman he can uh, make it an older batman doesn't have to be some like it can be similar to a ben affleck batman or something where 
you can have your own Batman, but this should be its own thing, its own universe. They've already mentioned so many like spinoffs that, and I just want Batman two, and then just more, more and more spinoffs of this universe because it's it's an incredible. Detect like this is the Batman we've we we've needed the detective one. It's perfect. Just makes me always think of the Arkham games, my favorite games of all time, and that's why a part of the reason why I love this movie so much. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, this was, you know, we haven't had this great of a performance for like a whole movie because, you know, unfortunately for Ben Affleck's Batman, he's never had a full movie that we can, you know, really give it to him. But that was a great Batman as well, too. I wish that was the one that we were keeping for a DCEU. But um, no, since like this rivals the whole, you know, Christopher Nolan Batman with uh, uh, Christian Bale. But I like this movie, and this was amazing. It would have been my number one movie of the year. It's my number two, because my number one movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, I this was probably like Sleeper, because I did not expect this to be as good as it was. Uh, I mean, it just they said it was like a multiverse movie. I'm like, okay, what? I mean, MCU? What? I mean, okay. Then watched it, I was like, whoa, this made me feel things. Like, this made me think. This was like, I saw it once. I saw it twice. I don't think I've seen it a third time yet. But it's a very good movie. Did not expect it to be as good as it was. I mean, Michelle Yo, Is that it? Michelle Yeo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeo. Amazing. Um, just the, the characters in there. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I don't remember his full name, and I don't want to probably pronounce it, even though it's in front of me. But short round from Indiana yeah, Jones, amazing, just an incredible movie. Makes you think. Get fucking high and watch this movie. It'll make you think. It'll make you question your life. It'll make you question what are you doing here? Are you happy with your life? I mean, just the just the different things about it is just like whoa, deep movie, very deep movie. I mean, this deserves awards, and I'm happy that word of mouth really got this movie to where it was this year, in 2022, because it deserves a lot of recognition. You know, this, you know, for me, this is my movie of the year, and right now, this is, for the longest time, and used to be The Dark Knight was my favorite movie ever, and then as I matured, I still enjoyed it, I still, but because I didn't want to say Dark Knight and kind of sound a little basic, I changed it up a bit because I did agree Baby Driver was my all-time movie for a long time. Cancel him. (laughs) And then now it's everything everywhere all at once just because, like, it does so much for a movie that I didn't expect to get out of it for what it makes you feel, what it makes you think. And the performances were like, whoa. Especially also just another one that I didn't expect it to be anything. Also, another A24 movie. I feel like every movie from A24 that I've seen goes fucking hard man like it's it's really good yeah no i this was a part of my list uh, but i knew it was your favorite so i wanted to let you talk about it Aww, as much. And, <laughs> yeah no i because I, I watched it it is an incredible movie probably overall the one of my favorites but probably the best movie i've seen this or yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, it's probably overall the best movie I've seen. It, the performances, especially uh, the actress that plays Joy, I I looked at Stephanie, I don't know if it's Hsu or just Sue. She was 
she was incredible because she was just playing pretty much two completely different characters. Yep. And uh, yeah, that the movie was just had you in a fuck your mind in a pretzel, but in a very good way. And it was funny. It was dramatic. It towards the end, it got very emotional. It had it every the action was okay, really good. Like for it was silly a lot of times, but also when it was serious, it was good action. Like it pretty much it had like everything that you that you want, or it just threw it to like it didn't just throw it together and just be like whatever. It was a great story, great premise around it, and just had so many different elements that all worked together. It really did. I mean, what an incredible movie. It was a movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> as Mar- great Mar- Harry, Mar- Harry Styles said, it's oh, a yeah. movie. <laughs> I was saying, Mar- Marty Scorsese definitely has to see this as cinema. Honestly. Uh, what else you got? Cause, and, uh, if, and feel free if you want, because I'm thinking for about time now. Um, I, I was going to, I was about to text you and suggest, do you want to maybe wait for next show to do most anticipated? Oh, yeah, good point. Get the people. Just so, yeah. Get the people, you know, wanting more. I like that. Anticipate for the anticipation. Well, you hear it here live or while recorded. We're going to do that part next week. That'll be uh, next part two of this. But I was going to say, if you want, um, I was going to speed around my last couple of, like, things I wanted to talk about. If you wanted to do that, too, you could just be like, tell me a thing. Tell me a little bit about it. And then I'll... uh, uh, once you give your list, I'll pick which ones I want to talk about too, and then we could do that, and then we close the show. All right, uh, just though, mention everything. Uh, it was mentioned, I think, before when you were talking about HBO shows, including White Lotus, House of the Dragon. It was pretty damn good. You know me. You know how much I was down on Game of Thrones after the finale. It brought me back to even. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I was going back watching clips of old school great thrones and this reinvigorated my love for it it was very good excited for what's to happen has some great characters people were saying that it was better than early thrones wouldn't go that far but it's a welcome back to something that really needed to be redeemed i agree Uh, I agree. I haven't uh, seen it, but from what I've heard enough. Yes, uh, that's uh movie, movie we saw together recently. Glass Onion, Knives Out 2. Oh, however yes. you want to describe it. One of the funniest movies of the entire year. That I'll just I'll just have to say just Benoit Blanc. That's it. Daniel Craig. Benoit Blanc. I don't understand the people that don't like this movie. I don't trust them. Uh yeah, I guess I could see people certain things that people like. I heard some people didn't like the twist that much or whatever. But what I will not accept is anyone that doesn't like Benoit Blanc. You. That's fair. There's, there's something wrong with you if you don't love Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. Uh, and I'll do two more. Two more shows. One that I you kind of forget it was in 2022 because it was so early on January 2022 peacemaker yeah absolutely incredible the goat john cena shown why he's not just a goat in the ring but out of the ring as well 
that that move that show my god can't wait for season two because of just how ridiculous and hilarious it was at the same time i'll just one more of the i think the best show best season of tv from this past year uh we talked about it i'm pretty sure the episode got lost the boys season Three. My episode season. did get lost. The episode did get lost. <laughs> lost episode of but it was season three, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. And now that I think about it, I was trying to look back at um our last episode that at least recorded that's public is uh, we did the MCU. I was going to say the MCU. I think, but the technically the last last yeah. episode was the boys. The boys season three, but that was show just keeps getting better. Season three. Homelander, possibly the best villain right now in all of, I guess, entertainment, maybe. He's just, Anthony Starr is incredible. Uh, oh, man, why am I forgetting? Uh, Keith Urban? I mean, Carl no, Urban? I mean, Carl Urban's great. I think uh, I said Billy Keith Butcher's, Urban. <laughs> Different person. <laughs> Carl Urban is incredible. Uh Jensen Ackles, what what was yes? The, oh, uh, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy could not have fit any better. Perfect casting, perfect new character in this uh, series. He killed it. Huey is fucking Huey. Great. That's it's just so many great characters. That show is that that in piece of why I was. A little bit of a, I wouldn't say down, but mid-year for MCU. What hurts them is that shows like Peacemaker and The Boys were, I think, better than anything they put out this year. That That's what hurts them. 100%. They, were, they, were, they lost from that, too. So that's, that's my list. Wow, that's solid. I'm glad you brought up The Boys, because if not, I was going to do it, because... Yeah. The boys were so good, and I think we have at least two more seasons left. And I know they're actually they're filming the spinoff show, so I'm looking forward to that to see what's going to be going on there. It's going to be like a college version of Soup Set. They're doing their things and being fucked up assholes. I'm excited for that. I'm glad you also brought up Glass Onion because that was so good. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised that some people weren't the biggest fans of it. But I think it did a great job. It was funny. The cast, I mean, because of this movie, people have now been talking about Dave Bautista a lot more. And, you know, Dave Bautista, John Cena, The Rock, who are the best wrestlers turned actors. I love John Cena, but I got to give it to Bautista. His range is up there. John Cena does also have range, too. It sucks that, you know, The Rock is amazing, but he's just always playing The Rock. And it's also unfortunate that... His people maybe may or may not have leaked things that are not true and that they shouldn't have anyway. So, yeah. rock rock fans what, are looking all rough right now. <laughs> that's why Batista's also looking so great because the rock stock is hasn't been lower since they were chanting <laughs> "Rocky die, Rocky die." I think honestly, and it's so <laughs> fucking sad to be a rock fan. Oh, I forgot to tell you too. Honorable mention for my list is Black Adam because I didn't hate oh. the movie, but it was a it was a I enjoyed it still. I actually bought a Black Adam rock figure to sit on my desk because it looks really good. But, oh, not looking too hot. But maybe one day this will be a collectible because it'll never see the light of day again. (laughs) He was right. It changed the 
whole uh, a DCEU. He did change. Black Adam did change that. It fucking sure did. He ran it right, just tore it and set it on fire. <laughs> what the hell? Um, my speed round list. Um, don't worry, darling. I like that movie. The twist, I kind of saw it coming at a certain point, but I did enjoy it. I'm a big Florence Pugh fan. Harry Bonk. Styles. <laughs> that dude, uh, he's trying, not, not for me. But he, um, he he tried, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> he tried. Um, uh, another one, random mention, Elvis. <laughs> just because, you know, I give it to Austin Butler. I mean, that guy, he really put his effort into it. And, um, you know, I give it to that. I didn't really like Tom Hanks in this movie. I think Tom Hanks I don't is... Think anyone did. I mean, Tom Hanks, uh, I love him, but I don't know what he's doing. I know he has that movie this year coming out, A Man Named Otto. I don't want to watch that either. It could be good, but I just no, I, no. I, I think I, it's going to be I will put so much money if that if that is going to be one of his worst movies ever. <laughs> I, you I know, kinda... I heard Pinocchio that he was just in. <laughs> oh, was like, yeah. Oh, Jeremy Johns made that his worst movie that he saw in 2022, Pinocchio. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to give it a try, but you know what? They're just fucking shit up over there. Mm. <laughs> um, what else? The oh, great mention. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Fuck, that was, a, that was that an honorable movie. mention. I, I had a few of those that that had the chemistry of Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal was incredible. I I, I just want another movie of just them two again. They were that that one scene of when they're high. Just oh yes, I was gonna going say around. that scene. <laughs> that scene was incredible. Possibly the hardest I laughed is when Pedro Pascal got hit by that car. That I did not see that coming, and it was hilarious. But that movie, you knew what you were expecting, and it was still, it was Nick Cage in the best way possible. That's what it was. It really was. It really was. That movie is great. I want to. I'm. You know. I have my digital collection of movies that I own. I'm starting to realize I should make a physical one too, just in case all streaming services go to hell, like HBO Max will. <laughs> but um, I, I'm. I want that physically. I want a fucking steelbook edition of that one. Um, nope. Also gets on the list. Nope. Good Same. movie. Uh, one of the best movies of the year. I mean. It really was. It was Jordan Peele can't do no wrong in Hollywood, honestly. Like he's killing three for, it. Three for three. Three for three, honestly. Who who else can fucking <laughs> say that? <laughs> so giving it to that. Um I'm gonna put Dahmer on here because I haven't said enough shows. I haven't finished Dahmer though, because Lauren did not want to watch it because it made her very uncomfortable. And I like that. It made her uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable too. I mean it was pretty fucking good. Still need to finish it, but I imagine it still ends to be pretty good. It's just what he and what the man is doing. Dahmer is just fucked up, but they mm-hmm. they do a, they do a good job at showing it. But it also is just weird that they do find a way to kind of make you want to sympathize for him. But that's that's kind of what they need to do for a show like this because you know what they're trying to attempt here. I don't know. Watch it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, other one I had on my list. Uh, just honorable mentions, I'd probably say She-Hulk. If I had to put an MCU thing on here, I would say She-Hulk just because I didn't hate it as much as I actually did. Like, I'm not going to say I hated it, but 
for the things that I liked, I thought it was enjoyable enough. If I had to pick an MCU property that I wanted to talk about that isn't like, you know, your tradition, like we we kind of talked about Wakanda forever, but everyone liked that. If you didn't like it, you're weird. I don't know. But um, She-Hulk, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but it was very comic book accurate uh, for what she is. And that last episode, I feel like kind of saved the season for me. No, I, I agree. I, I enjoyed that show. Did not. I did not think I was going to enjoy that show as much as I did. It was, it was, uh, that's what I feel like there was, I think three total MCU shows this year and they were all solid, but nothing special, but I have to give props to She-Hulk. Cause I thought when I heard about it, when I saw it, I'm like, Oh, this is going to suck. And it was, it was quite good. I, I was very much entertained. It was a like comic book, that you could watch really on TV. That's, I think, the best way to put it. And uh, Tatiana Maslany, she was very good in the role. She was really good. I hope to see her more things in general and for the MCU. And I hope the MCU kind of fixes what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, that's another cop topic we'll get into one day. Um, last two things. One is a real thing. One is one that's breaking the rules because it's not a 2022 thing, but it was something I watched in 2022. So before that... Violent Night, favorite Christmas movie of all time now. We both saw that. Very recent favorite Christmas movie of all time. That's all I got to say for that. That that was a very pleasant surprise. I, I did not expect to... I thought this was going to be, you know, let's just watch him, an AMC movie. Let's just go see it. Might be a little funny or whatever. And it... I can't think... like. There hasn't been that many good Christmas movies in like recent memory, and I think this is up there because, yeah, re- really, when you think of Christmas movies, you think of classics from like the '80s, '90s, maybe early 2000s. There hasn't been many, you know, the last 10, 15 years, and I think this is up there because mainly David Harbour killed it. John Leguizamo did not think he was going to be a good villain. He hammed it up, and he was perfect as a ridiculous... He really did uh, ham it up. <laughs> yeah, but he did it in such a great way. I I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one another one of the movies in 2022 where it's like, I didn't think it was going to be good, but holy shit, it was. 2022 had a fucking bunch of sleepers, and, you know, shout out to AMC A-List because we got yeah. to see a bunch of them, and that's the thing. I'm happy that we have it because it was one of those things where it's like, you know... Maybe I don't want to pay $20 for this, but hey, I'm paying $20 a month to see, like, what, 12 movies a month? I could make this work for it because I've already paid, it's already paid for itself. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I went back, especially started the A list, I think, in May of this year. And the movies that I saw, some of them weren't that great, like Jurassic, the last Jurassic World. I forgot even what Jurassic Dominion. Yeah, they didn't, the love it. they didn't love it, but I had a good time watching it. Yeah, exactly. Because the theater, you know, that's why. Go back if you those that listen that don't go to the movies, go back to the movies. Go back. They're not dead. They're still there. They're not dead. <laughs> I don't know why people think they're dying. I mean, you should no. you you should go to the theaters. It's a great pastime. Morbius saved the theaters. <laughs> I think also technically they said. Uh, Venom 2 also was taking credit for bringing back movies. Uh, 
I think they said that too. That's what. Uh, I believe it. I believe it was. enough. <laughs> Woody Harrelson will get me to the theaters. <laughs> um, oh, I, I this this wasn't my one break in the list, but I'm just going to add that just to add it. Sonic Two. I saw that on my own in a theater just on a random Saturday afternoon. <laughs> that was a bad idea because there were some children there, and I just because it looks weird that a random guy is watching Sonic there on his own. But you know what? It wasn't that packed, so it was like it wasn't even really packed because it wasn't it was, that weird. It wasn't that weird. <laughs> It's a fucking good movie. Jim Carrey can do no harm. Mm-hmm. So um, that's on there. But what really is on my list that I'm closing it off with, and it breaks the rules because it's not 2022, but I watched a bunch of it in 2022, and we watched a bunch of it in 2022, the Eric Andre show. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I could give it to it. Burn <laughs> up for real because, God, I, was, I, I, I fucking love the Eric Andre show. Mm-hmm. Eric Andre does a phenomenal job with that show there just go on youtube watch the clips that's all you need yeah i mean they're, they're they're apparently still shooting a season um for i guess this year phenomenal content i don't know how you can make some of the shit that they have done especially because it's one of those shows where it's like nobody else knows what's going on except for eric andre and like one or two other people mm-hmm. besides the crew so it's it's a favorite thing that we've watched in 2022 just for bullshit and finding things to do besides like south park but south park's always on the list Mm -hmm. but phenomenal show that we just dived into and i've seen it before but we got really into it in 2022 and that was awesome yeah that show is that show something there's no no other show like it there's no other person i think like eric andre the way he thinks the things he does on the street like he makes he makes homeless people seem normal in New York City with the things he does. The he 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 makes Florida men seem normal the things he does in the streets in New York City. Uh, yeah, that show is incredible. It really does. I was very happy at New Year's. Uh, we had a small thing happening, and there was one guy who I've met once before. Didn't really speak to him, but he did mention. He was like, "Oh, it's like the like you guys ever seen the Eric Andre show?" I'm like, uh, "Yes." Mm. Happy to hear someone in random just know about it. So that is the year 2022. We will come back next week for 2023 anticipation. We'll talk about things we're looking forward to, and there will have some other stuff on there, some some of the same segments, some new segments maybe. We'll see what happens there. I got some editing to do to make sure it's not too long for you all. But thank you for listening to the first episode of Strictly Nonsense. We might be weekly, we might be bi-weekly, who knows what happens, but we're going to be making sure we got some good Go shit with the out flow. for you. That's what's going to, that's what the show is. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's no pressure, it's just some dudes chilling, talking about stuff, or ladies, we might have ladies yeah. here, who knows, we're cool enough, maybe. All, all welcome. Yeah, so do that, and you can check us out on Instagram, at Strict Nonsense. I couldn't do Strictly because there just was too many letters for, I think, Twitter. But you can follow us on Twitter at Strict Nonsense. And then uh, we're probably going to make a TikTok for this account at Strict Nonsense. So go check us out there. Uh, and thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week. Or maybe not. Or we will. Probably will. Sweet.